Before we begin, just to let you guys know, our logo artwork was designed by Nicole Anarchy and music by Taylor Paisley French. Warning, this podcast does contain spoilers for the Verse series. So everyone, thank you for tuning in to another video on my channel, or if you are listening in on the Best Damn Camp, where this will be released as well. Thank you also for tuning in, but listening in this case. Um, obviously, if you are on YouTube, you are ahead of everyone on this situation, because you can see that I am not alone. I am joined by a fantastic guest that you may recognize from previous conversations here on the channel. And just the fact that he's a big YouTuber and, you know, subscribe to his youtube channel and all that sort of good stuff but we're not here to talk about youtube this time around instead we are here to talk about books in particular his incredible fantasy series and the many of them that there are and uh if you don't recognize who i may be talking about now don't worry i'm about to let you know because i have the incredible antoine bandelay here on the channel and the podcast to talk about his books antoine thank you so much for coming to speak with me Thank you for having me. Hello, everybody in the uh, best damn camp world out there. <laughs> uh, so tell everyone a little bit about yourself, what you do, some of your work and all that sort of good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, my name is Antoine. I do uh, lots of things. Like, literally, I do lots of things. Um, <laughs> I uh, do YouTube still primarily. Can I still say primarily right now? Well, really, no. Last month, what overtook it was audiobooks, uh, which I also do that stemmed from my publishing, which I also do as well. So like I write books, um, I um, edit them as well. It, it, what happened with the whole thing with the book thing? So I was publishing back in 2017. In 2019, I did a, a, a co-authorship with another author uh, for a novella. And with that, like all my stories, I automatically do audiobooks for them because I have the ability because I've been doing multimedia for like the past 15 years, uh, mostly uh, new media like YouTube and the likes uh, with different YouTube channels and, and vlogs and all that kind of stuff. And so I was like, oh, I could do audiobooks myself. Like, let me just like find some actors because I live in Los Angeles and I had um, my previous job, which was at Apple. Uh, there's a lot of people, especially when you are in any kind of job in Los Angeles, there's going to be people there who are probably in the industry in some form. Uh, so I just said, hey, guys, like, you guys want to come in and, like, you know, record some audiobooks? And then the co-author that I was with was like, yo, you should be doing this as a service. And I was like, okay, cool. I think I'll try that. So this last month, this is the reason why I had the whole spiel about, like, uh, I, I did audiobooks for full-time since last month, uh, sort of a thing. Uh, and now it's uh, it's on par or overtaking my YouTube stuff. Um, but yes, publishing is what I do primarily now, whether that is audiobook production or uh, publishing my own works or publishing with others. All right. Awesome. Just hearing it, I'm just like, I'm, t I'm told all the time that I do so many things. And I'm like, 
have you guys met Antoine? I don't do I, that many things. Meet I Antoine. say the same thing about other people all the time. People are like, you do too many things. I'm like, I don't do enough. I feel like I'm extremely lazy, guys. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like that's such a creative thing as well. Just like, no, I should be doing more things. More, like, yeah. I still have time to sleep. Doing enough. <laughs> if you still have time to sleep, you have time to do more things. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I feel I should do a preface here do get normal hours of sleep um don't follow in this pattern of not sleeping that much because you'll end up like me with the bags and all that don't do it <laughs> don't do it uh, <laughs> but um just to kind of dive in especially in regards to some of your books so your most recent publication is the first in a five book series named tj young or and six i'm not quite or sure six? yet i don't know oh my gosh i don't know quite okay. yet i don't know <laughs> okay Five or six with multiple <laughs> mini short stories as well alongside, which are all right. just as amazing. Uh, so uh, lots, lots of content and it's very exciting. But uh, so TJ Young and the Orishas, which is a YA fantasy series following the life of teenager TJ Young, a non-magical boy in a gifted magical family and all the things that follow. You're right there, mate. <laughs> this, this is a this is a bad version because it's like the early copy, but just so I can uh, have like the cover in there. So oh, yeah. oh, you have a better I'll, version. I'll you probably have a better well. version. Oh, there you go. You there have the final version. There you go. There we go, everyone. Stuff I, mean, I mean, I do have the real stuff, but it's I have to walk away to go get that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh with that, what kind of inspired the story of TJ Young and all the other things that will follow with it? And sort of how planned out at the moment is the series as a whole? Um, so it stemmed mostly from what I was doing already with my more adult stuff. And when I say adult, I'm not talking about like erotica. I'm talking about like adult <laughs> as in it's just not young adult. You know, it's for, you know, adults, like 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 <laughs> 20 and up kind of stuff, right? Uh, I had done it because I think I had watched in 2016, I think like season six or whatever of Game of Thrones had ended I just like literally just went on Google and I was like, oh, I want like an African Game of Thrones. Like and then I saw um, uh, Marlon James said he was writing one. Uh, it was the Red Wolf, Black Leopard. I can't remember if that's the name of the book title or not, but it, that wasn't really like my vibe. Like when I read that, it was very like um, obtuse and very hard. It was very accessible to me. Uh, but then I found mm -hmm. some other ones, too, like Akata Witch from uh, Nadia Korafor and then um, N.K. Jim's fifth season, which I did enjoy. Um, but again, they weren't really like the, exactly the book I was looking for. And as seems to be the case with most writers is that the reason they or we start writing is because we just want to read the book that does not exist <laughs> out there for us. Um, and that's what I just uh, did. So I spent a year doing uh, African mythology research and just a African history in general, starting with like world history, Africa, and then like getting more like detailed uh, with certain uh, mm -hmm. kinds of people groups, like um, the Kimbundu people, which is where the Kishi myth comes from, which is what my debut novel uh, was about, was about the Kishi mythology. Um, and then I moved on to the Sky Pirate Chronicle stuff, and that one's more like an influence of like uh, both East African, Caribbean, and a bit of Arabia uh, mythology influence uh, of that. And then I moved on to contemporary because um, while I was writing, uh, and I've always had the idea of going contemporary, I just didn't know when I was going to do it. And I always had the idea of doing it with the Orishas, which is the uh, West African uh, uh, faith system uh, in which they believe that there's a pantheon uh, that manifest um, themselves through nature usually uh, mm -hmm. so shango for thunder oya for like storms um olokun for the deep blue sea yamoja for the, the the top of the ocean um mm. and 
uh, because I was kind of wanting to do contemporary at that time, because it was really actually difficult for me to write some of the other stories because it was a little bit more like archaic or like, like there's certain things I just couldn't do. And in writing TJ, it was so much easier for me to flow in terms of my prose and my language and just felt way mm. more closer to my own voice. Um, that it, it, it called to me, um, uh, like in particular, but in terms of like inspiration, I call it my holy trinity, and that trinity is uh, Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, and Degrassi. Most people know the first two because I mean they're the mega successful uh, series, but most people don't really know so much about um, Degrassi as much because you know it's like a Canadian soap opery teen show. <laughs> um, but what I liked so much about that is that the teenagers in that always felt real, even though they weren't like doing what real teenagers do, like, you know, the, the full on cursing or the full on like mm. shenanigans that go on with teens. It still felt more authentic than what I was getting at that time. Um, even their slogan for their show was called Degrassi. It goes there. Um, and it really did. Like it talked about like, you know, stuff like teen pregnancy and like um, uh abortions and like you know drug mm. use and abusive uh households uh, domestic stuff like that um now i don't go that deep into it with the tj stuff but i did want to touch on some of those aspects while still having like the the fantasy uh, element because one uh, critique i have of harry potter uh, is that the kids don't really act like teenagers up until like the sixth book and really that was just like kind of surface level um and i was that was kind of like takes me just a little bit um and also with like uh, Percy Jackson, you know, he's uh, dealing with Greek gods and I wanted to have something that was related more to my own ancestral line, mm -hmm. which was uh, the West African peoples of uh, Nigeria and Benin, uh, the Yoruba people. And that uh, is the, the catalyst for why I wrote TJ. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Honestly, I think I, we've talked about this a little bit on like on your discord server and just a few previous conversations. But every time I hear more about the stuff that inspired you to tell this story and just kind of sort of the personal connection to it as well it always kind of adds this extra depth whenever I read the book so like obviously I've got my copy and um obviously I was beta reading and like editing and stuff for it when it was first done I've read it three times since in this complete oh my goodness oh my god <laughs> it's just it's such a fascinating read and just learning more and more about like your connection to it this kind of adds this like extra level of depth to the story like I know you have in the opening um section i can't this is it uh to the to my yoruba family i will follow you home like I, oh. i've been listening to it on the audio book and everything and it's just so beautiful every time i hear so that it, has start. a double meaning to it because my last name literally means born away from home but oh, bandelay wow. is apparently either like a mistranslation or just a different interpretation um when it came over to the states because the actual origin uh, term for it mm. is bamidele uh, different from bandele bamidele which yeah. means follow me home and when i found that out because i think uh what was this maybe like three years ago when i was a camp counselor um at a summer local summer camp here um there was mm. a time we did olympics and then i chose nigeria and then they're like okay now you have to learn some like how to say i think one through ten that hello goodbye like you know some phrases or whatever so you can teach the kids like so i was like okay so let me ask my uh friends who by the way let's uh, shout outs to uh areola and um areas who were actually the catalyst for me even knowing that the Odishas existed several years ago. I think this might've been like seven years ago. Cause like I said, I'm multimedia. Uh, so I did a lot of projects with a lot of filmmakers. And at that time uh, they needed an editor for their, um, their fantasy uh, short film that they were doing that was actually filmed mm. in Nigeria. Um, and it was about these things called the Orishas. And I was like, what the heck is this stuff? Like, what, what, what's going <laughs> on? Um, and that's how I became aware of it. And um, I lost my train of thought. How did I start? How did I start talking about this? Your, your last name. <laughs> 
Oh, right. Yeah. So, so I went back to them because they had moved back from Nigeria to back to Los Angeles and, uh, they're the, the mother of, of Adeola, uh, Arias is like my, my friend friend. Cause he, we went to the same high school, but then, uh, mm. he married uh, the Nigerian woman. Her mother was in town at that time. And I was like, Oh cool. Let me like learn some, like, you know, Yoruba from her. And she, uh, taught me some stuff. And then I told her about my last name. She's like, Oh yeah, it's really supposed to be like Bobby Dele, which means like, uh, follow me home. Um, so that opening that you just uh, read for the dedication, uh, has double meaning cause it's follow me home because I'm, uh, the idea is that, you know, with the story, I'm like, you know, kind of going back and learning about like, you know, where my people mm -hmm. came from and, you know, who they were about and what things were important to them. Uh, but also, it, it's also my last name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I feel like you mentioned this, but now saying you saying it again, I'm like, either way, even if I have heard it before, it's just still so cool at the same time, just like the dedication, having that connection to your name and the meaning behind it. It's just... And it can't, I feel like it connects to the story at the same time, like just that phrasing, like everything right. about the story just feels like personal and just and the whole, I've got to say to everyone watching and listening, I don't want to like, obviously I'm going to talk more about it because we're doing an interview to do with the books and stuff like that. But the prose in TJ Young is so fucking amazing that literally I can't get over it. Just like, your writing style is absolutely incredible. You're not the only one because I have a proofreader who is basically one of my friend's moms. She's a second grade, third grade teacher, elementary school teacher of some sort. And I knew this was going to happen at some point. Hold on, let me get the other light turned on. <laughs> the other light isn't as pretty as this one, as you can see, but um, but it's going to have to do. Uh, <laughs> it's my fault, guys. I did not like charge my like little light before I, I came here. But um. Yeah, so she had been reading all my books, like, you know, up, up until this point. Um, and then she immediately said, like, when I came, because usually I come, I give her, like, a physical copy, because she's very much a physical copy. So, like, when we exchange, we, like, usually talk about it. Um, she's like, mm. yo, like, this one was, like, your most confident. Like, your prose was, like, the most confident I've ever seen your prose before. And I totally agree with her, because it just, it just, it really mm. did flow for me. Mm. And, and you can definitely tell. And I think even with, uh, like, listening to it with the audiobook as well, just, like, getting it in so many different ways both reading it on the page and hearing it as well it's just such a different experience and I know obviously you edited the audiobook for for obviously your own book with TJ Young right and it's just oh my god I love the background sort of sounds that are going with like a lot of the different chapters because it just adds to the sort of like ambiance of it like you can picture like a film in your head with that background music too that the uh, narrator reading along with what's going on in the scene it's brilliant that's actually something I got from Star Wars novels because, um, again, going back to YouTube, like a lot of my YouTube channel has to do with, like Star Wars material. Uh, particularly, I was doing something called the Versus series where I pit like you know two people together and mm. uh, who wins. Um, and in doing that, sometimes I would uh, go back and like listen to the to the audiobooks uh, to like refamiliarize myself with some of the characters that I was dealing with. And Star Wars audiobooks are very unique in that. They are still conventional in that it is someone just reading. There's no audio drama, like you know, a full cast or, or anything like mm -hmm. that. But then, you know, they have all this license of Star Wars material, which includes sound effects and music. And what they did that I thought was very effective, but also didn't intrude because as I started doing audiobooks, I realized that um, audiobook listeners do not particularly uh, like when there's a lot of little doodads of sound effects in the middle of, of the reading um but what they seemed to be okay with were those interludes so i was like okay so to heighten the production a little bit but not at, for one it helps because i don't have to edit as much because like i don't have to like put little sound effects in every little moment um 
but also it, it just helps because if you're just having those interludes, it can it signals a scene break or it signals a chapter break. Um, but also it, it just gives you the idea of like the swamp you're hearing or like the school playground that you're hearing for just a little bit at the beginning, and then it trails mm-hmm. off, and the rest is just taken away by uh, the voice actress. By the way, shout out to Nakia Renee who did the narration for um, the audiobook. She's getting a lot of praise, by the way. Like NetGalley, I'm usually afraid of NetGalley because they'll like slam you, but like this is the first time I've ever had like NetGalley people like give me like like praise and it's it's mostly due to her because most times the people are like nakia did such a bomb job which she did um but yeah yeah i got i got that from star wars novels who who, they do that where they'll have like you know a little bit of star wars music but then most of it is just clean narration Mm. oh well that's good to know oh it's just also it's just amazing so i highly recommend for anyone who prefers audiobooks it's amazing um but kind of kind of going on from that and like you mentioned this a little bit um earlier but with the, your series obviously exploring uh, the world of the Orishas, which obviously deities of the Yoruba people, like you mentioned, um, what is it kind of like writing a YA fantasy series that explores a, a still practiced religion? And I know you mentioned in um, like at the start that obviously this is a fantasy time, like not it's not all going to be completely accurate. But um, how did you kind of make sure that you were being, in a sense, respectful of the faith? And how did you feel about, was there like a sense of pressure that came with it or was it? kind of chill to a sense that was not the best phrasing but hopefully (laughs) so for me like the mission statement was always um i gonna be honest i don't really care about the the how can i say i guess the 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 canon of that because again like i was saying it's it's Mm -hmm. fantasy right but what do what i do care about and then what i wanted to get right was making sure that their traits were correct because obviously they're in a world that is separate from our own and it's a fantasy world that's like you know has a separate in entire timeline than, than our own um but the thing that i did not want to get wrong where um their personality traits like w- what kind of offerings that you know uh, they, they're supposed to have um within the faith system um you know where they came from their names the spellings of their names um all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. like i didn't i i didn't go so far as like marvel where you see them kind of like take the, the extreme liberties i even had a friend recently who actually came to me like uh saying that he was going to use eshu in uh, his work um and he specifically he he described it to me and then like as she was not like did not sound like the same person or i mean sorry that's person but the same entity that i was familiar with or i am familiar Mm -hmm. with as i've been studying um and he's like oh no i'm doing like the marvel method i'm just kind of like you know taking the name and like like shooting i was like i'm not like that that specifically just so you can know the gauge i'm specifically not trying to do that um but still being open so that they fit within my story, this fictional uh, place that, I, that I'm making. But I want to make mm-hmm. sure that if someone does read it, they can get the gist of what they are at their core. Um, so that if uh, there's like a personality trait that they determine from Eshu, for uh, for instance, um, they can actually read the the real Pataki, uh, Pataki being the, the sacred text that are uh, in the faith system um, and realize, mm-hmm. oh, oh, that's, that's the same thing that I read from that guy's book. You know, I, I want to keep that, even though like the storyline that you might I get from that pataki might be different um at least the the, the character types uh, are are all the all the same so yeah that that's like my main thing is just to ensure that the the traits are completely in line uh if not necessarily the storylines of how they got to those those points mm. for for example as you you said my short stories like like uh when uh eshu goes to meet obatala in the sky realm there's no sky realm there's no uh uh, uh meeting of obatala in some prism room or stuff like that but their personalities and, and the things that you know like the story about the the drinking with obatala or uh eshu being kind of like this trickster or the, the the gatekeeper like all of that 
is all in line, but like the actual conversation they had and like, you know, the, the settings are, you know, fantasy and fictional. All right. Awesome. Um, yes. Yeah, so I just remember I was, <laughs> I was maybe reading the book again today. So um, <laughs> that's when I saw this thing at the start. So it just made me think of it um, as, as a question. Cause I know obviously um, there's like lots of different books. And I know this is the case with like Percy Jackson, for example, where, a lot of liberties are taken in relation to the Greek gods. So it's always a question that I always think and kind of wonder about. Obviously, there's like the Rick Rod Presents imprint where so many different mythologies are kind of being discussed and shown there. And there's always a sort of question as to how close they are being to the original mythology, what sort of liberties have been taken. So to know that you've kind of taken enough within reason, but kept the personalities and just kind of who the gods are as gods. I was going to say people, but no, that doesn't make sense. Right, that's the same thing. I did. <laughs> Which is funny because with the Orishas, they are uh, many of them are deified uh, humans, like like actual human. Like mm. Aduduwa was uh, a very celebrated ruler of the uh, Oya Oya Empire, either Oya or Ifa. I think Ila Ife was the, the city that he presided over, but I think mm. uh, Oya, uh, not Oya, Oyo Empire uh, was the one that he. Uh, ruled over and then he became deified as like Odudua the the Orisha oh no way okay that's pretty cool oh my god I'm learning so much um <laughs> but um it's always interesting to know just like the thought process that comes behind especially in relation to like mythologies and also but like faiths that are obviously still being um studied and practiced like in nowadays um but I guess kind of in regard to that obviously to kind of move on to a, a different series in this case so alongside TJ um, you are also working still on the Sky Pirate series, which I'll just show to everyone here on YouTube. Just the copy yeah, of the that first that book is currently on hold because TJ yeah. is like so like <laughs> in line with what I want to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, prior to that, I was doing uh, the Essawan series, which is like the overall like the world, and that one is a completely different world universe like like tj takes place on earth it's just like a you know hidden magic system sort of thing uh, going mm. on there s1 is a completely like fabricated world which is based on african myth and, and and even i have a world map which isn't built yet because i'm still building out region per region as i write like each of those books in that series but mm. essentially it's the same shape overall as africa and each section is based on some sort of like african region but reimagined mm. like i was saying before like i mixed like east asian and uh, um, arabic and uh caribbean like you know in like one section and then i had like mm. you know uh, southwest africa with the kishi in like one area and i had this idea for i want to do a northern africa um mali empire thing at some point uh with that series so that series i have a bunch like ready to go for for that um oh i have this oh really cool one uh uh, fa fairies and love potions and it's like basically JLo's hustlers but like in a fantasy um, setting like I have a lot that I want to do with that series that it's just not the vibe right now like I'm, I'm, mm. I'm into like the contemporary at the moment no I totally hear you and it's interesting to kind of hear about like these different worlds that you've got going on and also just a bit the fact that you as an author kind of know when you need to kind of not like step back but also kind of step back from something you kind of not feeling for to focus on something that's bringing you I thought, oh, what's that the thing? It's like it's TJ is sparking joy, whereas yeah, Sky like creative fulfillment. Of, not as much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sky Pirate was starting good. to feel restrictive to me. I was starting to feel like restricted. Um, and yeah, like mm. TJ was totally like the the thing that I needed. And I'm gonna like that. Even like I spoke to my editor about making that decision. I was like, hey, I think I'm gonna like 
put Sky Pirate on hold until I finish DJ and then I'll move back to it. She's like, I think that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> well, it's always good to hear that like other people are supporting the decisions behind it. But it's also good to know that you kind of know as well when you kind of need to take a step back from something just kind of for your own benefit of like the TJ Young series is making you happier in a sense and mm -hmm. so you want to focus on that and get the enjoyment and you know the happiness and the sparking of joy from that series and then maybe eventually sort of that whole thing of like when you're not feeling something you mm -hmm. step back work on something else and then maybe eventually that sort of feeling will come back for that one because you've been away yep. from it for a while but um yeah just it's really it's really cool I, I don't know what it is I'm kind of like even though we talk pretty much like all the time on like your discord server and all that sort mm -hmm. of stuff hearing more of you talking about your books and your series and like how you feel about all of that it's just really surreal in some way yeah I there's really a lot of late. stuff <laughs> like especially when people ask me and that's the reason why I have so many discussions, like even if it's with my editors or uh, critique partners or anything like that, uh, it's always better for me to not just like speak to them via like text or like via like mm. a Google doc, but like in person, like so many times you'll, you'll and you'll Callan, uh, Callan, who is like our editor for something else we're doing, which we could talk about, by the way, if you want to, if you want to uh, talk about uh, I, that thing. Is that okay? Because <laughs> you, you brought up know. Rick Riordan Present, so like we, we could probably talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, our, 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 like, sneak that in. <laughs> our editor, um, sometimes i'll like say i need i have a block i need a session and i'll just like we'll open up and i'll start talking and he'll ask me like maybe one or two questions and i will just go off and like just be talking to myself about oh this could happen with that and then oh yeah i wanted to fit that in because of that and just the the act of speaking and, and verbalizing all of that you know versus being stuck in my head and like even because even sometimes people say like oh vomit onto the page but even sometimes that doesn't work because like vomiting on the pages it's a different thought process than when you're like actually having to talk to someone and actually explain things that you're like there's times where he said one or two things in the entire conversation and i just talked for 30 minutes and i'm like thank you i think i figured it out and he's like i did absolutely nothing like i can't do his british <laughs> accent but he has like the, his old british accent thing that did. I, gotta, um, I did absolutely nothing <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then i'll like go away and then like you know i like finish out that chapter or scene whatever it is um <laughs> but yeah it always helps to do that but yeah speaking on that yeah so we have a joint editor in in Callen, um because as you mentioned earlier, Rick Riordan Presents has all these other uh, mythologies that, that's happening beyond Greek and Egyptian and, and, and Roman. However, the difference is that they are not interconnected. They're just like their own standalone uh, places. Um, and, and, and knowing that, and also being a, a big fan of like the Marvel, like, you know, the new MCU system that started out in 2008. And with the Incredible Hulk, I think something like that. Can't remember what the first one was. Incredible yeah, Hulk for Iron Man. Iron Man was technically the first of the MCU, and then <clears throat> Hulk was beforehand. But yeah, I, that's not important. I don't know why I'm like <laughs> correct. It's like yes, no. But even Iron just Man beyond that, because <laughs> comic books were doing that for years already. Like mm. they already were interconnecting um, and, and all that sort of stuff. So I was like, oh, what if? Um, and even the idea we we're saying about like um, uh, all these different uh, 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 pantheons. And I thought, well, what? And I, I've always been fascinated, especially because I'm a big fan of Final Fantasy. And in that work, they're always mixing and matching uh, mythology all the time, left and right. You'll mm -hmm. see Shiva as a summon, and then you have Bahamut, and then you'll have like uh, Yojimbo. Like you'll have every like you have Japanese mythology, and then you have Hindi. You have European myth, like, and they just like mix and smash, you know. And I was really fascinated about that. So I was really interested in in a share in a shared world, especially even in the book, um, uh, the first book that you read with TJ, um, I make hints that there are other 
things going out there beyond just that one thing that we're looking at in this story. Um, and I've always been interested in, in, in shared worlds in general. Mm. So I guess this is like a Fran exclusive because I haven't said this to anything or anyone publicly <laughs> yet. But there is something in the works currently where there is a shared universe between TJ Young and the Odishas and other uh, mythologies and worlds out there um, that we have going on. And Fran is going to be one of the first authors who's uh, working on, on, on a book um, in that shared I just universe. Did cross back. <laughs> I was like, especially, no, no, it's happening. So thumbs up. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, your your story is far enough along that I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure she's going to finish it. So now I can say it. Because before it was like, I don't know. People always say they have the ideas and they want to do this and that, but they don't actually execute. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. we're at a good point now. So Yeah. Oh, my God. I just realized this is actually technically like a full-on exclusive. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I've been sure. keeping it secret and just like tight-lipped. And like I, I've been mentioning, so I do like writing vlogs on my channel as well. I'd be saying, so I've got a YA fantasy that I'm working on with people <laughs> But I can't yeah, say anything. People. Multiple people. <laughs> with multiple people. We've had some meetings. It's going well. So now officially I can guess I can say things. Um, and also another thing. So I've quit my job to kind of focus on this and some other things for writing as well. So like, like Yeah, for whole... a year, you said, right? Yeah, yeah, for a good so end of 2023. No, not end of 2023. It's not 2022, Fran. We're in 2021. I know. Calm it's still down. 2021. <laughs> So end of 2022 is if nothing's kind of progressed, then I'll go back to work. But until then, nothing, just writing for mm -hmm. a year and a bit. Um, but this definitely like sparked the decision like further. It's like, this is amazing. Yes. Goodbye job. <laughs> but um, yeah, honestly, from things like that and the fact that you had like this sort of ingenious aspect of like having that sort of inspiration from mcu and like the rick Rowan presents and kind of combining them in a sense and kind of going beyond what's previously been done it's and, and it's beyond just the idea of like um <clears throat> i guess the the technical aspect of it being like oh it's a, like an interesting idea um it, it, it's beyond that too because i think it it plays into what i'm always trying to um not necessarily preach but like tell people that like we are way more connected than we are divided and mm. to especially when we were even talking in our earlier meetings um about like all of our different mythologies that we will be working with and how they're i even did a thing with um uh, i think it was called not virtuous con it was called a corn con uh a, a few months back where i was mm. in a panel with a bunch of other uh, authors who write in different kinds of mythology and then when they're talking i'm like oh yeah there's a very similar one that i have in mind and someone's like oh yeah and we also have that same thing here and i'm just like yeah like human humanity is way more close in all these very um isolated individual people groups mm. that, that that came up with these ideas um and how similar and how interconnected it is um and we i don't feel like we have that enough like sometimes mm. we always are like this is my group this is my team like you know very tribalistic in, in, in that in that mentality mm. um but really it, it, it there's so much more similar and i wanted to show this share world to show like you know more concretely like how similar all this stuff is and how they could all live among with each other mm. there's not like that sort of like competitive aspect i feel like that's the thing like you see in like percy jackson for example like heroes of olympus is all greeks versus romans where i'm like but you guys are the same just like <laughs> i know it's just one it's just one one nation took the other one and kind of renamed people <laughs> and stuff like that, you know <laughs> yeah. um but it's it's a completely fascinating thing i just remember when you mentioned it to me i was just like my god this is goddamn brilliant 
oh my, how has no one done this before? But I'm so glad that Antoine is the person doing it first. And then it's um, indie too. So like we're very, it's very open, you know, in what, mm. in what we can achieve and what we can do. Um, oh, which by the way, I'm super excited for the person that you said that you can, you, you possibly can get. And I'm like really jazzed. <laughs> <laughs> they may be like, i'm gonna send them this actually so that they'll definitely be listening because i'm gonna send them this when this goes live and be like mm -hmm. just so you know there's a little hint in here for you <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it's an absolutely fascinating um project and um i'm glad that i technically have the exclusive here well hey um, yeah <laughs> but um i guess kind of kind of going back to like the to tj young and the images in particular so um, you've mentioned in previous interviews, and you kind of mentioned slightly here, that this is a five, maybe may, like six main books with the mini stories um, set to be published, obviously indie published as well across the many years to come. Um, what can you sort of tell us about what to expect with this series as it moves forward? Uh, what do I expect from it? Um... I don't know if I have like I don't generally speaking when people ask me this kind of question I usually don't make expectations for like my mm. projects and I know some people are like like for instance my marketing uh lady consultant she's always like oh what are you make sure you like list goals so you know exactly what I'm like I don't really uh do that I just kind of like put my head down like do the work and then like you know watch the results mm. and then also i try to put put good practices like as a foundation you know um in terms of like you know making sure that i'm writing somewhat to market so i can know like what's mm. actually selling out there or um uh, make sure like betas you know and things like that like knowing like what kind of feedback i need to like look into but other than that in terms of, like making sure that my foundation is very um uh, solid i don't really think about mm what will be achieved until the things are achieved and, and things happen uh, with it and, and that sort of a thing mm -hmm. um and that's always kind of how i've been even with like you know going back to the audiobook stuff that i was doing like you know i just kind of put my hand down did my work on that one and then i got like the whole the the thing with the, the that big five publisher that's having me do like audiobooks for them now and it's like yeah like you know i it's always sort of worked out for me like that even with like you know youtube like doing youtube videos i just put my head down and do it and then, then like eventually like, someone's people are like oh how did you discover to do like that video it's like well because i have the interest in it and i just like did it and then like it popped off it kind of a thing versus like me like trying to like find a a, a particular niche and like you know like mm. milk it or whatever um yeah, I don't know. Like, I, it's probably bad for like those like uh, business minded like uh, organizers, but I don't really, I don't have plans like that. <laughs> I that just is, work. Uh, <laughs> I just work and then just see what happens. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of the best way um, for, I guess, kind of in regards to that, like, what do you kind of, I guess it's sort of the same question, but also kind of what do you kind of hope for your readers to kind of get from this series? Like when someone opens TJ Young, what do you kind of want? Oh, well, yes. So I'm writing basically for 15-year-old Antoine, which is crazy because there was a young reader who, because um, I had put my, uh, like the early reader arcs in like a Facebook group uh, mm. for mostly uh, uh, for uh, for black nerds and stuff like that. And so there was a mom in there who uh gave it to her son and her son said like this was his favorite book like in years like 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 and i'm now his like favorite author and i sent him like a, a book box with like you know like a 
bookmarks and like stickers and artwork for the T Day stuff. Um, but and, and then seeing him opening it because I never saw I heard about this kid, but never like actually saw him on video. I'm like, this kid looks like TJ. Like he literally looks like TJ. Um, like down, not even just like physically, like with the hair and everything and and, and his face, but like even like the the clothes he was wearing. Like he was wearing like the same sort of like. I mean, I'm, I'm all nothing but love, but like the dorky clothes that like TJ would wear, like just like really basic t-shirt and like you know, like some 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 mm. jeans. Like not 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 he's not a stylish kind of guy, right? Um, and that that was me, like you know, growing up too. And I I saw that kid, and I was like, oh snap! Like that's that's really what I get most out of it when I see people um interacting with the story and and mm. um getting out of it what I put into it. Um, and 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 actively like that that communication like oh what was the thing that stephen king said like uh that we basically as writers have the ability of like was it telepathy or i can't remember what he said in uh on writing but he made like the idea that you know it's very magical you know like yeah you inserting your words and stories and then having that implanted in someone else's mind you know and then them having that same experience i think is just like you know pretty cool mm. well that's awesome and i from obviously the sound of it it's already worked in a sense like it has had that response from people but i hope it continues for the rest of the series as a whole and all of the other books that you release throughout your life like your i every time i remember you mentioned on the discord that you're, you're only 31 and i'm like you accomplished so much and you're only 31 that just feels like i should have started much sooner i spent like all my 20s basically not writing and i should have um because like all my instructors and like you know mentors things like that uh, always told me that I should should be writing and I just never actually did it until like what age 28 or something like that. <laughs> like well you've clearly hit your groove at this point now so you know that oh, oh god what's the phrase they're saying um, um but I guess kind of like for the the no, last not good sort of question to sort of finish sense. up with with all There's this. a so saying of an time, some something, yeah, some kind um, of for any possible indie authors out there. You think I? Um, you, you wouldn't think I'm a writer myself. Um, I just you know what? That's funny too because people think that you can come up with stuff like on off top, which some writers can do. People to like my those basically are stand up comics. Who are story tellers? If you ever like Joanna, good stand up comic, they are. She's the grand, but you know, like of indie publishing, I don't come up with good stuff. Start, and like, I think most writers don't been doing for like the past ten years. Like, uh, been, you gotta change many, that. many Penn, moons uh, uh, slaving over words. And uh, then most it would of them are be until Dawson. we make them decent. Uh, Mark Dawson is <laughs> yeah, uh, another accurate. very big indie author. He's a thriller author. Uh, I think he's even got like two of his things like option right now at like NBC or something mm. like that. Oh, um, wow. He's like a he's a seven figure author. Uh, was previously uh, publishing traditionally. Um, and then when indie and he's even turned down like seven figure deals because he realizes that he's making that in, in one year. If he just signs that away, then it's like, oh, well, there's that there's that million dollars gone. You know what I mean? Um, super great guy, uh, uh, more business oriented, I would say, than craft or thinking about writing. Uh, but very good if you're going to be indie because you do need to be a little bit business minded to make it uh, sustainable. Mm. Um, and then would be um, Jenna Moresi, who is a YouTuber. Uh, I don't know if you would consider a booktuber, right tuber? Is there like a right tuber? Uh, author tuber, <laughs> I think is. Author, yeah, author tuber, I think as you would call yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, she's really cool if you want someone who's like really down to earth and not afraid to have like a very potty mouth in describing things <laughs> about the industry. Uh, but she's a really like accessible, I think, version of, of all these uh, other like kind of mentors. But those are the three. Like those are the ones that I started with. I started with um, Sean Platt 
and uh, Johnny B. Truen's podcast, the self-publishing podcast, and I kind of branch out to these other people. But those are the, the main mm-hmm. three that I find like the most I get the most out of. Um, but yeah, anytime anybody asks me, I'm like, just follow these people. They they know <laughs> things much better than I do. <laughs> all right, awesome. So for everyone watching, listening, I'll make sure to list um, all these uh, these guys' things in the episode show notes or description box, so you can check them out if you want to be an indie author or just an author in general. Because uh, I've seen some of Jenna Marassi's and all, all of their work actually. And oh, Shailen, Shailen, right? She's really cool for, yes. for that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shailen, um, she's predominantly on uh, Reedsy, I think, as well, like the Reedsy mm-hmm. channel. Mm-hmm. Not so many yeah, they picked, they picked well. her up, I think, like a year and a half ago or something like that, two years ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I just remember it just popped up everywhere, and I was just like, oh, I know you from your channel, and now yeah. you're on Reedsy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I get confused too because she'll post on her channel still, um, and I'm like, oh wait, this isn't Reedsy, you know? Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that does make me chuckle sometimes. Like I don't realize I'm on their channel, and then I'm on or Reedsy her channel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, which vice one? Versa. Which one? <laughs> I would just matter because it's the same good. exact setting with her her <laughs> yeah, bookshelf yeah. in the back, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're both good. It's fine. Either works. <laughs> but um, yeah, Anton, thank you so much for coming and speaking with me about TJ and your work and all the incredible stuff that you are doing, as well as the exclusive on the multi-universe mythology works. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which we'll probably talk about more as like that develops more. Definitely. Um. And maybe I'll have to bring you back on to talk about that as well yeah. on the channel future for further further exclusives. But um, yeah, honestly, uh, let um, everyone who's watching and listening know where to find you and how they can support you and your writing and all the stuff that you say. I'll make sure it is linked. The best way would be AntoineBandele.com. That's A-N-T-O-I-N-E-B-A-N-D-E-L-E.com. That has literally everything you'll, you'll need to find about me, like social media, the, the books, the audiobook services the formatting services the podcast services like all the stuff that i do so there antoinemandalay.com you'll find everything <laughs> okay well that was quick and simple so amazing <laughs> uh so to everyone watching and listening uh thank you so much for tuning in to this video slash episode it has been amazing as always and thank you all for your support be sure to check out all my socials and antoine's and all that stuff in the in the description box slash episode show notes and uh be sure to come back for the next video and or episode if you're listening in on the podcast whatever they're on different for youtube and the podcast so just subscribe that's basically where i'm going with subscribe and tell your friends um and be sure to (laughs) order now if you haven't already tj young and the arishas book one the gatekeepers stuff and basically all of other but all of Antoine's other books as well. Yeah, there's a bunch. There are so many. (laughs) Shorts and novellas and all that. (laughs) There are so many. I'm like, oh, I I could only bring out two with me, but uh, (laughs) uh, I have all the others as well. (laughs) So they're worth worth the purchase is what I'm saying. And also indie authors deserve your money. (laughs) Buy books or order to your library, whatever well, oh, that's the thing to do. People don't realize that you can go to libraries. We get paid through libraries. Yeah. Please, just order from libraries. Do it, please. And libraries are amazing. So go to a library. <laughs> yes, please do it. Please. For your local. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what a try. <laughs>